Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Y'all, maybe I should like have a day for interviews, like say happy Thursday, because maybe you're going to listen to this and it's not Tuesday and then it's going to be like, what's going on? But anyway, so happy Tuesday or whatever day you listen to this on. Today, we are back with another interview. And today, I'm so excited, y'all, because my friend like she's literally my real life friend even though we haven't met in person which is kind of weird but she's my real life friend she's my business bestie jordan gomez and today we're talking all about self-care as a business owner so hey boo i'm so glad to finally have you on the show oh oh my gosh i'm so excited long time listener really happy to be here you guys jago well she goes by jago so you guys are gonna hear me call her jago um but jago and i have been friends for like what two years three years yeah and we've never met. So weird, Kay. We're like besties. <laughs> so weird. And we've like introduced other people to each other. And like I've met someone that we mutually know, and I haven't met Jago. So it's like so wild. <laughs> Low key jealous. Like I introduced y'all, and y'all got to meet before me and you. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so wild. It's so wild. But let's hop into this. So first, I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself because I mean, I could talk about you all day. You know, I know all the things, but I'm gonna let you do it because you're better at it, of course. So tell us all about yourself, all the tea, give us your story and just tell us like what it is that you do. Yes. Okay. So I am a health and life coach and I really focus on helping women, especially feel confident in their skin and showing up fully in who they feel they were created to be. Um, I help people, whether it's with, you know, showing up as a wife, a mother, a sister in their business, there's just so many different avenues. And a lot of it comes down to feeling confident in your skin. So ultimately help you feel good naked and show up confidently of who you're meant to be. So that's, that's the gist of it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Feel good naked. We can talk about that later because that whole, that whole vibe of all the things. Um, but let's just dive in and talk about self-care because I know there's going to be some people that probably hear that this is about self-care and they're like, Oh, I don't need this, but baby, like this is so much more than bubble baths and candles. And I think not, I think that is what I really love about you, your brand and like what you represent. Like it's so much more than, just like the cliche types of self-care. And so I know on your podcast, because of course I'm a listener, like dang, dang, <laughs> um, but um, you, on your podcast, you talk a lot about self-care and prioritizing yourself. And I know that it's something like, you know, you, know, you and I have all types of conversations. So it's something that you oh, put me yeah. on, you know, because K be tripping, um, <laughs> but you personally work with me on it. And so I would love for you to maybe share like a couple of things with us that we can do to practice self-care, especially as business owners and moms. Like, let's just chat through like some things that you're like, you know what, we'll try this. Like, I know that self-care may seem like far-fetched or like this, you know, broad concept, but like bring it down for us and be like, okay, this is what you should be doing, or this is where you can add some love to yourself 
in the midst of all the craziness and all the things. Ooh, okay. So as a business owner who desperately needed self-care for a long time and just was not prioritizing it, I want to first just say you do not have to earn your self-care. You don't have to earn, you know, the right to take in that bubble bath and the bath bombs, which you're right, it isn't all about that, but it could be. And, you know, you also don't have to earn your rest. So as someone who's an entrepreneur, y'all are probably really hard workers and you constantly have that to-do list that just doesn't seem to get smaller that doesn't mean that you don't have time to take care of you. And the other thing is you need to take time for you because if you don't, you're going to get burnout. You're going to stop, you know, following your passions and start to just feel, you know, almost angry at your business because it's tearing you apart. And so as far as self-care things, when it comes to your business, I really recommend, first of all, just taking some time to look at like, when you thought going into your business, your ideal world, you thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to have so much freedom. I'm going to feel so good. And now maybe you feel a little bit trapped by your schedule or by your business. So look at where could you possibly shift some things to create some space for you. My go-to starting point would be in the mornings. If you're immediately jumping into your phone and scrolling on social media or looking at your emails or replying to clients, that can get really really old fast. It can it can wear you out. And it's also going to make it to where you're always feeling like you're putting out fires. And it's not really good if you're already starting from an empty cup when it comes to pouring into yourself. So if you can instead make a point of not grabbing your phone immediately when you wake up and instead doing something for yourself, even if it's just five minutes, I know you have a lot of moms that listen and I work with a lot of moms and that schedule might be shifting for you. And so if you can just take, wake up a little bit earlier, maybe five more minutes, or just even taking five minutes with your baby, but without your phone to just breathe and be in that moment or to just sit in gratitude. So those are two things I would say to start with is just some quiet time for you. And then taking a little bit of time to just feel grateful in that moment, in that space. And then if there's one thing that you feel like you need, that's going to make you feel really good before you're pouring into other people. So for me, it's movement. So I need need to move my body in some way. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going in and crushing it at the gym. It might mean I'm doing like yoga or stretching in my house. It might mean going on a walk. So something like that I know is going to make me feel better, especially if you're sitting at your, your computer, you know, doing work and stuff. So just start small and then slowly add self-care throughout your day. Okay, man, when you said you don't have to earn self-care, you don't have to earn rest, I was like, yes, 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 like we don't. And I feel like also as business owners, like that's how we do everything. It's like everything, you know, I mean, and you and I have even talked about like, oh, create a reward system for yourself. You know, so it's, I mean, like it's, it's, it's just, it's kind of like in the nature of what we do, but I think it's a really good point to make that we have to separate a certain part of our life and be like, no, you don't have to earn going to bed. You know, you don't have to earn a nap or whatever. If you need it, take it. If you need some, if you need a moment, take it. And I think something that you really hit on that like made so much sense is like that whole resentment towards your business, because especially as, I mean, you and I have talked, we, we go through all types of cycles where we're like, man, I mean, I just recently shared on the podcast how I was about to quit this business. And I always mm-hmm. I'm telling you like, I'm done. Like, this is dumb. You know, and so it's like, man, like 
I, I love how you gave those those things that we can do because I feel like this is something that you've been working with me on over the last year. Um, and you don't know this yet, but um, and the podcast doesn't know this either, but I have been even implementing some things in the morning to make sure that I'm able to reclaim my morning. I know. And you're gonna be so proud. Like, I'm so proud right now. Go, okay, go. Um <laughs> But like, seriously, like that's such a, I mean, I, I love that you mentioned that because I feel like, especially as moms, um, I love how you said, even if it's just five minutes, like just like one small thing, um, because for me, I've really gotten in the habit now I've set an alarm on my phone and at 10 o'clock, that is when I allow myself to like, even remotely think about business. Like before 10, it's not happening, Captain. I mean, I don't even wake up that early anyway, but you know, <laughs> when I do wake up, I don't allow myself to like just jump into the apps and jump into Instagram and all the things because it's so toxic. Like it's so toxic. And I mean, I just, I feel like, especially when it comes to like social media and stuff, like we just have to be really careful and like kind of guard ourselves against that. But you mentioned, and you said, um, gratitude but then after that you said what can you do to make you feel good before pouring into others and I thought that was something that was like really like I don't know that was just like eye-opening for me just listening to you say that and by the way your voice is super soothing so that was helpful too thank you (laughs) but I would love for you to maybe expand on like how do you practice gratitude because I mean I don't know. I'm, I'm not much of a journaler, like, you know, a journaler or whatever like that. So like, how do you practice gratitude without feeling like you're saying the same thing every single day? Mm, okay. So first of all, self-care can look different for everyone. And even practicing gratitude can look different for everyone. Um, if you are feeling like you're saying the same things, cause of course you're going to have like your family at the top of your list and you know, all of those things. Instead, if you just shift into like, what am I grateful for that's happened to me in the past 24 hours? And so if you can just kind of take that and then it, it, every day, it might be a little bit different. There might be some things that are, you know, overlapping, but it just makes you think a little bit like, Hey, you know, maybe I had a really rough day this past 24 hours, but let me think of at least three things. And it also doesn't have to be that you are writing it down. It's really just about feeling it. If you can feel that in your body, because that's what we're trying to create is that emotion within yourself. Because if you're feeling constant anxiety or worry, or you're constantly thinking about the future of your business, taking even a few minutes to just sit in that present space and just feel grateful for what you do have with around you. Even if you look around your current space, that can be really, really powerful for sure. So this is the second time that a guest has come on the show and said something about our feelings and feeling our feelings and that we're trying to get to a place where we feel our feelings. And something that came up in our last interview was the fact that like as women of color, we struggle with feeling the feelings, you know, because we, society has made us feel like we can't take the time to feel our feelings. Like if we, if we feel our feelings, we're too extra, you know, we're, Mm -hmm. we're all the different things. I mean, and I know you get it. Like Mm -hmm. people just really, they attack us as women of color. And so I would love for you to maybe even like talk more about what we can do if we struggle, like personally struggle. Cause I mean, that's an area that I definitely struggle in with allowing myself to feel the feelings and even knowing what feelings I'm feeling so that I can get to a place where I'm feeling something that's that's better you know because I feel like a lot of times in business we do feel a lot of different feelings and it's a lot of times it's negative right we're feeling mm-hmm. anxious we're feeling overwhelmed we're feeling overworked we're feeling tired and then couple that with life it's like where's the joy where's the mm-hmm. peace where's the you know it, it does become hard to feel grateful for things and like you said maybe your last 24 hours was kind of rough and it's like man, some, sometimes 
it's multiple days where it's feeling mm-hmm. rough. So how do you allow yourself to feel the feelings, but also move into a space where you're not in a negative, you know, low, low vibration? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so cute. Uh, good vibes only. No, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> I am really glad you hit on this when it comes to just our emotions and feeling the feelings, because um, most likely if you have struggled with feeling the feelings, it it could have been because you were almost putting up a wall and it was a way to protect yourself, whether it was growing up or just an experience even recently that you had. And by putting up that wall, you're, you were thinking like, okay, I'm keeping myself safe. But the more you do that, the more you're creating a disconnect between yourself and your body. And that's where it can feel very that level of disconnection can just start to grow. And then those feelings of like anxiety and depression, which I definitely deal with, they can just start to grow even more. So if you actually take time to, instead of immediately jumping to, you know, being like boss babes don't have this feeling and I need to stop feeling this way. And I need to, you know, always be happy and I need to have good vibes or I'm not going to reach my financial goal. That's not realistic. And it's also not going to actually solve anything. It's just, you're covering up the root of the problem and we need to actually break down into it. And the hard thing about feeling your feelings is you're right. Sometimes they aren't good feelings. So I like to remind myself like almost personifying them, like those feelings are outside of me. So if like, I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling bad about myself, I'm feeling, you know, maybe really anxious or overwhelmed instead of seeing like, I am overwhelmed or I am anxious. I'm just like, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling anxious. And then I really picture like, I don't, do you remember the, the Pixar movie that was all about the feelings? Oh my gosh, my brain's gonna name, but I know what movie you're talking about. Yes. Okay. I'll think about it in a second. It'll come to me, but, um, you know, having like a picture of those cute little guys of the different emotions that really helps me see it as like, no, that's just a part of me, but that's not all of me. That doesn't define me that I'm not, I am not depression. I am not anxiety. I'm feeling those ways. And that really helps me too. And then when it comes to feeling those things, if you are new to this, you mentioned like yeah, inside out is the name of it. <laughs> so if you are, you know, new to this and you're trying to start to feel this, I would say just slow down first when you are feeling a certain way. Don't jump the gun and immediately, you know, self-blame or immediately put yourself down for it. Just stop yourself and be like, okay, why is this coming up? Maybe someone said something to you, you read a mean comment, something just didn't go your way. And be reminding yourself, does that really is that really true? Just because of this one instance, is that really the truth? Does that really mean that I am that thing? Most likely if you realize that it's not the case. And the other thing that's a good activity I have my clients do is um, if you are someone who, when you feel your feelings, you start to speak negatively towards yourself, start to picture like, would I say that to my best friend? So would I say that to Kay? And if I wouldn't say it to Kay, then I shouldn't be saying it to myself or speaking about myself in that way. And if you start to come with your healing journey and just going through feeling your emotions from that perspective, it's just going to give you such a a higher level of grace and compassion within yourself, which is ultimately going to give you a higher level of grace and compassion for other people. So it's, it's a beautiful thing and it doesn't just end with you, but it does start with you. Yes. Oh man. You said so many good things, but one thing I really want to hit on because I feel like you and I have talked about this privately a lot, but that toxic positivity, like, that toxic positivity boy like it just it blows my mind because I you know we have so many like y'all we have a lot of conversations Jago and I stay talking Um, all day all day all day we are literally friends like we talk a lot um and so like one thing that 
I feel like happens a lot for us business owners is that we feel like either one, nobody else is experiencing the things that we're experiencing, right? Like we're the only person, like I'm the only person that my business sucks or I'm the only person that, you know, and these are examples, right? Um, But I've said these things, right? I've said like my business sucks or, you know, nobody, you know, wants to buy what I have. Nobody cares about my offer or, you know, my, I failed, right? Like I've said things like that. Um, but then I've also had the same thought at the same time. I had the thought of, like you said, well, boss babes don't feel that way. You know, like a CEO doesn't feel like they're a failure or, you know, like if like, I can't be a real CEO if I'm feeling failure, I'm feeling these feelings. And I feel like there's just a lot of toxic positivity and even in the online space, like I feel like there's a lot of, you know, edge snatching and kind of like calling you out about your feelings and telling you to feel your feelings. But then there's an underlying current of like, but you still need to be positive. Like you still need to, you know, like what? So I would love for you to like talk, like kind of break down how maybe in your experience, how have you been able to be like, you know what? I am feeling this feeling and, or, you know, yeah, I'm feeling this feeling. And I'm also trying to navigate getting into a place where I'm not I don't know just like pretending to be okay you like pretend like yes pretend to be okay and we're not okay yeah and I'm so glad we're hitting on toxic positivity because we've talked about it a lot and you also talked about I want to come back to what you said about as business owners we often feel so alone and that's one of the things that you know creating community like I know Kay is creating with y'all Uh, is so, so important in this journey and in your growth as a person, as well as your business. And most likely you're not alone in those feelings and those thoughts. It's just, no one's talking about it because they think that if they do, then maybe they're going to lose their business or they won't look like the authority figure that they're supposed to be. And that's really what I had to release because I was being taught that like, you should show up as an authority and you should show up on the other end of your journey teaching others how you got there. But the thing is, is there's no, you know, final destination to this journey. We're continuing to grow, continuing to develop. And so instead of waiting until you feel like you've like made it, if you start to just accept that, that it's not that you're going backwards when you're having these lower vibration feelings, it's just that you're you're having to work through them in a new way. Like I used to really struggle with my body and feeling confident in my skin and, you know, always feeling like the bigger girl and super negative about that. And then I worked through it and I I was able to accept that and embrace where I was at. But then, you know, those same feelings and emotions and insecurities came up in a new way, but in my business. But does that mean that I went backwards? No, it just meant, you know, I'm having to learn how to work through this, how to emote, how to, you know, really feel these feelings just in a new way. And so if you start to see it as like, I'm exploring and learning more about myself instead of, oh, I'm backwards because I'm feeling this way, it's going to make things a lot better. And just again, coming back to giving yourself grace. And I think it's easy when you're, (laughs) when you're wanting to show up as an authority, you're wanting to show up and helping others. We do think that we put ourselves on this higher level, higher standard. So you're like, you mentioned the toxic positivity and it's almost like they say, don't always have it, but then they're also like, don't, you know, but don't actually have negative emotions. And so we have this idea of like, okay, well that's good for them. Like, you know, those, you know, those people, they're allowed to, to feel that way, but I can't, because if I do, then I'm going to slip up, I'm going to mess up. And if we instead release and recognize that we're all human (laughs) at the end of things, and it's, 
we're going to feel differently every single day. That's just going to make the process a whole lot, a whole lot better. And you'll stop, you'll stop feeling paralyzed by your feelings and start to actually feel empowered by those feelings, whether they're quote unquote negative or not. You know, you, you were saying so many things, but something that I I thought about, you know, how people are like, um, share from the scar, not from the wound. And Mm -hmm. While I understand that, and, I, and you know, for a lot of things, I'm like, yeah, you should probably share from the scar, not the actual wound. Like, we don't need to know the whole mess right in the middle of it. Um, but I feel like there's so much power in if you have the courage to share that messy middle, um, you can connect so much deeper with people. And you start to realize, like you said, that they like, that other people experience it too, or other people have similar issues too. And it's not saying that you have to share like your dirty laundry. Like you don't have to share every single argument you have with, you know, someone in your family or something. Like you don't have to share all those things. But I feel like also there's just so much power in being able to kind of reclaim your your feelings and reclaim like, okay, this is my experience. This is what I'm going through, but it's not going to get the best of me. And I don't feel like that's toxic positivity. I think that it's just honesty, right? It's, it, this is the season that I'm in. And, and I feel like that's what you were saying. It's like, accept that you're working through things in a new way. And granted, I'm not saying that you have to do it publicly in the moment, you know, but I also think there's some power in not waiting until you're so far away from it that you can't, like, you really can't connect with the feeling if you tell the story again, because I don't I, have you experienced where you'll see someone's story or you'll see somebody talk about something and that you can just tell they're so disconnected from where yeah. they need to be. And that's not a problem. Like, that's a great thing. I'm glad yeah, I've been there. <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's like, uh, it doesn't feel as genuine. It doesn't feel as like, it, it feels like you're using it as a, you know, a marketing tactic versus yeah. actually trying to connect with me and show me that you're human too. And I, I feel like that happens a lot, especially in the coaching space. You know, it's like, man, you would think that coaches just don't have no problems. They just woke up and made $100,000 launches. And it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> What's wrong with me, right? Yeah, yeah. So I love I love it. And I feel like something else that you said, and you didn't say it exactly like this, but it's like release the should. And I feel mm-hmm. like so often... Um, and myself included, you know, I feel like, oh, I should have done this. I was even talking to a client yesterday and she was saying to me, like, I should be so much further along. And it's like, man, I, 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 I get it. Like I get where that feeling comes from, but also we have to release that because who said you should be at a certain point at a certain time, right? Like we make a lot of these mm-hmm. things up and now we're over here stressed out, like, yep. Yep. you know, it's so true. I was thinking about that actually when I was driving today you know, thinking like maybe it's your growth on social media or something. And I I reversed back five years and I was okay. Five years ago, you know, you had 10 times less the amount of followers and support. You hadn't launched your podcast yet. And so reminding yourself of how far you've come and start to celebrate that and allow that to build you up and be like, okay, now imagine what could happen five years from now. And so instead of getting so caught up in the day-to-day, because if you get caught up about losing a couple followers or not getting as many views on your videos or whatever, like it is going to break you down. That is not what we're here for. So remembering your impact and the why behind what you're doing is really what's going to get you through. Um, And I love how you said, you know, release the should. 
because it's so easy to get caught up in what we feel like we, where we feel like we should be on this quote unquote timeline. And that's so irrelevant. Like everyone is on their own journey. And if we can just release that and stop looking at other people and focus on like one step at a time, just really look at where we're stepping. That's what's going to make a long, a better impact in the long run. Yes. I couldn't agree more. And I, I, I definitely, when you said, think about the why behind what you're doing. Like, yes, like I feel like so often, especially when it comes to our feelings, especially when it comes to practicing self-care or just like taking care of ourselves, period, as especially as business owners, it's so easy to forget why we got started because we're so focused on this is the goal, right? I'm trying to reach the goal. And it's so black and white. Either I hit the goal or I didn't, you know, I hit the, I succeeded or I failed, right? Like everything's can seem and feel so black and white. But I love how you said, look at five years prior and then look at where you could be five years from now. It makes what's happening today not, it's not insignificant, but it's just so much less dramatic than it has to be. And I mean, uh, you know me, I love to surprise things. So, um, you know, this is a great exercise for Kay to be like, girl, why are you acting like the world is ending because of this thing? And I mean, and, but then I do love how, and it's something that you said earlier, it's like, okay, you can feel the feeling, right? Like still feel the feeling, but I love how you said earlier, again, accept that you're working through things in a different way, right? So we're feeling the feeling, but we're also allowing ourselves to move through a process. And and, and I like, I, when you were saying how you feel the feelings and like how you don't say, you know, I am depressed or I am this, which I mean, I deal with depression too. So it's actual thing, but it's like, I, you know, I'm feeling anxious instead of saying that it's like, or no, sorry, instead of saying I am anxious, say I am feeling anxious. And I love how that kind of, in a, in a sense, in my mind, I can think about it as a third person, right? It's like, I don't have to put on the identity of anxiety, right? I can put on this identity of, okay, I am K, but I am having a human feeling that is anxiety. And I feel like that's so, it gives me so much more room to be like, okay, not as bad as I think it is. Like I can do this, you know? Yes, exactly. You're not getting so wrapped up in it that you think that you can't continue to work through it. And that's something that's so much more empowering. You talked about reclaiming your power. That is a really good way to do it is to just identify that and not necessarily let it fully become your identity. And that's probably the biggest thing I would say. Yes. So you said my favorite word, you know, my favorite word is grace. And you kept saying, it. and I was like, did she see my questions? But of course you didn't, because we don't need to do that. We um, don't prep. <laughs> we don't, we don't prep at all. Um, <laughs> But I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, and speaking about grace, because I mean, you know, like that's literally my favorite word. It's like, you know, I, I literally, I, I feel like I say this to people multiple times a day. Um, but I would love for you to kind of maybe share a couple of areas where you see us business owners neglect ourselves. Like you're like, oh, business owners have a bad habit of like, you neglect yourself in this area or in this way, um, or maybe like how we fail to extend grace to ourselves in a certain area. I would love for you to like share where you think a lot of people mess up. Well, not mess up, but you know, where we just kind of, it is what it is. Um, and then how we can overcome that or how we can, you know, be more proactive in taking care of ourselves in those ways. Mm. Ooh. Okay. So a lot of times these business owners, you guys are so loving and wanting to do things for others. And it's so much bigger than just you. And what I find is the people that are nurturers and pouring into other people are 
constantly putting their own needs on the back burner. You know, you're making it like the lowest of the low priority and it really needs to be flipped. You have to start prioritizing your needs and what you, what you, you know, day to day, what you need. And if those things aren't getting fulfilled, it's going to burn you out. You're going to really struggle and you might start to resent your business that you created just because you're not actually taking care of you. And so I usually tell people to start with like the foundational stuff. This is going to sound real basic, but it's not like, did I get enough sleep? Did I get enough food? And did I get enough water? Because if you're not even doing that, those basics, most likely you're going to struggle and your emotions are going to get the best of you. And it's going to be really, <laughs> Kay's literally sipping water while we talk about this right now. I love it so much. Um, and, and if you can start to just start there, that's going to be a really good foundational thing. Cause I recognize like, I don't know about you, but I get hangry and Tom, my husband, well, you know, Tom will basically call me out and be like, you're hangry right now. Did you eat? And if that's the case, no, I didn't. Well then guess what? That problem or that thing I was crying about, you know, probably wasn't as big a deal, but because I wasn't taking care of myself, that's why it's, it's starting to, you know, seep into other areas and that. So if you can really start to think, okay, what do I need to start doing to show up for myself? How can I take those small things and start implementing it into my day to day? Um, and then you talked about neglect before you jump jump this one. I have something to say, and this is a testament of you, honestly, a per usual. Um, but you know, you said that that was so simple. Like, did I sleep, you know, or am I, you know, am I tired? Uh, you know, am I hungry? You know, do I have enough water or whatever? And it sounds so like, oh, duh. Or, you know, like, of course I'm going to eat, drink, sleep, you know, whatever like that. But you're so right. Uh, that is where a lot of people go wrong, especially us moms, because usually it's the sleep, right? Usually we're tired. And Something that you had to push me to do, which has always been my biggest struggle, is, girl, go use those grandparents. So the kids, like their grandparents live right down the street and they have a spare bedroom. So it's not like I have to leave. I can go over there and take a nap. And so it's something that I've been, I haven't been doing a lot, Jago, sorry. But, you know, I do it when I know I'm at the end of my, my, um, my nerves, right? When I'm at the end of it, I'm like, okay, this, I'm I'm really having a hard time. I will go over there. And I feel like, and, and this is something that I just have to practice with myself. It's like, I'm extending grace to myself by prioritizing that need of sleep. And I never thought about it until you just said it, but it's like, man, those are usually the things to go, right? We don't sleep. We don't eat. We don't drink water. And I mean, even I was sitting here, this bottle of water has been closed for like three hours. <laughs> Why haven't I drank any of it? And I know I'm thirsty. Get y'all get a water bottle with a straw. Get a water bottle with a straw. That is how you're gonna drink it faster. Just please do that. And you feel cute too. Like I, I do feel so like cute. <laughs> but you know, like that was such I mean, I really wanted to highlight that point because mm-hmm. man, and when I think about like in my business, when I am tired, it makes it hard for me to show up in my business and it makes it super hard for me to, you know, deal with the different things that come up in business, right? People that don't pay or people that, you know, for, for like any, it could be something super small. Like someone forgot to send me an email back, yep. like World War Three over here for me. Like, I'm just like <laughs> on the next level of my feelings. And so I really wanted to like highlight that point because even though, like you said, it sounds small, it's so much bigger, like the, the implications of it is so much greater than we might think initially. So that was really yeah, good. And the positives of it, because, you know, we've, I don't know, this hustle mentality grind mode is like, I'm so over that. And, and 
it's not necessarily going to be more helpful for you to just like grind it out. You know, sometimes it might be like, I don't want you guys to think, I know it's that time of year where you might need to, you know, you know, whip out this landing page or website or whatever. But if you're starting to recognize that you are lagging and you haven't been getting the sleep and taking care of yourself, maybe that's what you need to do. Maybe you need to close your laptop and go get some sunshine, you know, just very small, simple things that if you start doing that, it can make it easier instead of thinking that you have to sit at your computer for 10 hours until you get everything done. And so just breaking it up like that would be really helpful. And then I wanted to come back to what you said with, you know, using being able to, I'm going to use the word delegate. So a lot of women in business, you know, they're superheroes. They're literally trying to do it all and not asking for help because they see that as a sign of weakness. Cause maybe you were taught it, or you saw your mother or maternal figure doing something similar to where they were never asking for help. They were always doing all the things. And I don't want you to have to be a martyr in your family or your business. Instead, start to recognize that delegating is going to help, which I'm sure you've talked about this before, but delegating little things like that is what can really help you be able to show up more fully for your clients, for your business, for your dreams. And that's going to longer impact, a better impact in the long run. Okay. That was such a good point. And it's so funny. Like, well, it's not funny. Like my mom, my mom, like she just dropped a huge bombshell on me. It was like six months after I had King and it was about this whole delegation thing, because like you said, we see maternal figures and sometimes we don't realize that the way we remember something is not the way it actually happened. And that is some, that's so eye-opening now when I, when like people fill in the gaps of the story that I, you know, my young brain didn't understand. And so I'm talking to my mom and I'm telling her, you know, oh yeah, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I'm telling her all these things I have to do. And she's like, oh yeah. She's like, oh, so um, are you going to take the kids to, uh, no, well, at the time which is King, she's like, so are you going to take them to his grandparents or, you know, are you going to like do whatever? And so I was like, no, I'm going to have them right here. And she was like, why? And I was like, mom, you act like you didn't have six kids by yourself. She's like, I didn't have six kids by myself. She was like, who did you think Aunt Monica was? She was your nanny. And I was like, girl, we had a whole nanny. She was like, I mean, not a traditional nanny, but she was your <laughs> And I was like, dang, this whole time I'm thinking this woman is my whole aunt. Like I'm 30 years old and had no clue that we weren't like bi- biologically related. And it's like, but she delegated out help. And I feel like so often as business owners, And like you said, it doesn't like, and one thing I'm really clear to say a lot is like, we don't have to delegate parts of our business, right? Maybe we're not in a position where we can delegate, you know, up to a VA or a copywriter or whatever, whatever, but there are areas of your life where you can delegate and get that support. So I love that you mentioned that because like you said, we don't have to be a martyr in our family. And it's something that it does come hard. Like it's a bit of a challenge, especially because even though I know that my mom had help, I also know that she struggled a lot too. So it's like, and she's even said that. So it's like, you look, it's, I feel like a lot of us, especially us millennials, um, we are trying to, for lack of better words, like break generational curses. Like we're trying to come out of this and we're healing. And there's just so many different things that are happening, which can make delegation and practicing self-care and giving ourselves grace. It can make it that much more challenging because we're literally like getting whiplash. (laughs) (laughs) like all areas of life. It's kind of wild. Oh, being the cycle breaker does that. (laughs) That's what happens. Right. Good old cycle. Good old generational curse breaker. I'm here for it though. We're going to do it. 
So I want you to, um, I've been talking a lot on the podcast about Esther and having like Esther moments in life. And so I would love for you to share, this is kind of like off cuff, but I want you to share with us a time. And and I kind of like hinted at this question when I DM'd you earlier today, but a time that you felt like maybe you didn't have clarity or you didn't maybe know where God was in your life or Maybe you just felt so disconnected from everything. It was like an experience where you were like, I, like you felt like you were in this alone. And I would love for you to talk us through that and how you came through that journey. Cause I feel like that'll be really helpful. And it's just seeing how, and, and, I, and I've been asking people this, like how they navigate those darker seasons where you're like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm in this alone. Like, I feel like there's, just, you know, it's just me and my reflection or my shadow because I'm just like struggling to move through this and how did you get through that um I would love to hear your story Mm. oh I feel like there are multiple times that it comes up and it's like maybe because I need the little lesson again and again but a big one was I I knew so you guys might not know this listening but I was a trainer in a gym for a while before I started my own business. And, you know, I felt the desire to, you know, step out of the position possibly. And, you know, I, okay. So basically I decided to go on a cross country road trip with my boyfriend, now husband, Tom, and I wanted to do that, but my business basically told me the gym told me like, okay, you cannot leave because you're bringing in, you can't take the time off because you're, you know, bringing in this amount of money for the gym. So basically because I was good at my job, I was getting punished and I couldn't go on this vacation. So I told, they told me, I was like, okay, well I'm going, will I have a job when I come back? And they basically said no. And so I decided to go anyways on this trip. And I basically was like, all right, God, like, I don't know what is on the other side of this road trip. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, start my own business. I had no idea what I was going to do, but I just had to trust that it was going to work out. And so I started off this business where I was literally going door to like house to house in order to find like work with clients. I was working out of my friend's garage. I was going into apartment complexes in order to like teach group fitness. I would basically pretend like I already had a team together and I'd be like, yes, like I'm, I'm, you know, working with my team and we're doing these different classes and blah, blah, blah. It was just me y'all. I don't know how many of y'all have done an email where you're like, God is a part of your team. So it's just, yeah, the team and that's it. <laughs> like Signed the team and really it's just a team of one and it can feel really lonely at that point. And I just remember just wondering like, is this really what I should be doing? Like maybe I should just go back and, you know, go back to the comfortable job or go back to, you know, where I was before or maybe find a corporate thing. And I just, I felt very alone. And then I started to realize that like, God wouldn't have given me this desire, this dream, this passion if it wasn't going to work out. And so instead of constantly questioning it and wondering what if I shifted my mindset and just said, why not? 
Like it's going to work out. We're going to find a way. And then slowly again and again, things would just kind of come together. Like it was crazy. The next apartment me and Tom moved to. So we moved out of my dad's house into an apartment and the gym happened to want to, you know, allow me to, to train clients there. So I was able to train clients literally two minutes from my door downstairs. And then that turned into me finding this boot camp company. And then that led to, you know, me f- being able to start online and, you know, all these things that, I I couldn't have planned all those steps and yet there they were. And so I started to recognize that I need to stop worrying about the next step and stop worrying about, you know, thinking that I'm all alone in this and remember that I'm never alone in this. And that's really the lesson that I've had to learn and again and again, but it's a good one. Man, woo. Okay, first off, I don't think we've ever sat down and talked about that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I know bits and pieces, but to hear you say all of that, it's like, wow. But something that I highlighted that you said is that God wouldn't give you the desire if it wasn't going to work out. So I'm not going to keep questioning it. Instead, I'm going to ask myself, why not? That is so powerful. Like I was just sitting, I literally like put it in bold because I'm like, that's so true. And I feel like a lot of times we have that feeling, especially when things aren't going well in business and like business happens. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Business happens in cycles. I don't care how much money you make. You're still finding yourself going through different cycles because that's just how business works and it's okay. Um, but I love that you said God wouldn't give you the desire if it wasn't going to work out because it's so true. Like, and, and then when you stopped questioning it and when you were just like, you know what, I'm just going to try and see what happens, like things start to fall together. But something else that I love is hearing how you just did everything, right? Like you were knocking on doors, you were like training in gyms illegally. I'm not going to tell anyone, but like, that's what you did. And <laughs> like, you know, like you tried like all these, and I feel like sometimes we don't exhaust all our options. Like we, we allow ourselves to just kind of get stuck and be like, oh, this is not working the way that I'm so used to it. So, you know, it must not be for me. And it's like, that's not the case. Like, God gave you the desire for a reason. It's on your heart for a reason. You have to trust that it's going to work out. And, and that's something else that you said, like you trust it. Like it's going to work out one way or another. Like, it, it's just, it's going to happen. And now here you are, however many years later and things are going the way they're going, right? And I hate to say like, oh, they're going so great because who knows? Like we may wake up tomorrow and be like, let's burn. So like, I mean, I don't know. I have a feeling that I'm going to box you tomorrow something crazy. It is what it is. Like, it's fine. Like, we're not going to stress out about it. It's going to happen. And you and I are going to move on. But it's like, you know, like, yeah. it is, but I, I feel like, yeah, this was so good. I'm so glad you shared this. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, the exercise, I just want to say that the thing that really helps me is I have started, like you mentioned trust. I've started to, when this does come up, cause I'm the same way, I'm like, okay, I'm burning everything to the ground or this fear of taking a next step or a leap of faith. I like to think like, when did I feel this way in the past? And it worked out. And so I will literally journal on that. And, and there are just so many instances in my life where I'm like, wow, like that totally came together. Like that ended up working out, like starting my podcast. Like I didn't think anyone would listen and now look at me and um, all these little things. And so when I start to do that and just like start to list them out, it really helps me recognize like, okay, then why am I, why am I doubting God? Why am I doubting this? And that's really helped me continue to step into that. Even though, like you said, tomorrow we might wake up and just be like, oh, what's going on? But that's okay. That's fine. Um, coming back to trust is going to be probably the thing that we just have to keep doing. Right. Yeah. And I think that also, well, no, I think I know that the other thing that has been helpful 
especially for me, and and you mentioned it earlier in these last couple of years is finding my community, right? Like you and I, we, so we, for those that don't know, Jago and I met in a mastermind. We both joined a mastermind um, together. Well, we didn't do it together, but we were in the mastermind together and we became fast friends from the mastermind. Actually, did we talk a lot in the mastermind? I think we connected more once the mastermind ended. Definitely more after, but during I knew I was like, I need to get to know this girl. (laughs) Seriously though, like seriously. (laughs) And like, we've been rocking ever since. And so it's been like two years that we've been um, close friends and there's so much power in finding your community. And one thing that I have found that, and this is just my truth. I don't know if anybody, or if you relate or if anybody else will relate, but I find my people in paid containers, right? Like I, I invest in a container. I, you know, learn what I'm going to learn, but I find the true people, the ones that I know are going to go go the extra mile with me in some kind of paid container. And then I continue to nurture our relationship outside of it, right? Once it's over, whatever. And so, but I feel like, you know, like how you just said, well, how I said, like tomorrow, I'm probably gonna box you something crazy. It's like, it's because like, thank God I have you though. Like, like I'm, I'm grateful that I have you because without that, I would just be sitting out here thinking that like, dang, I'm just, girl, are you crazy? Like, you know, and someone said like, as an entrepreneur, you have to be like a little bit insane, which I do agree. Like, I think that there's a certain level of insanity and like delusion oh, yeah. we have, but like on the other end, it's like, that's not safe to do that with yourself either, you know? Yeah. It's, and if you're constantly surrounded by, you know, other people who aren't doing what you're doing, they just don't get it. So, I mean, Tom, Tom thinks I'm crazy. He, he trusts me, but he also is like, you're crazy and he's not wrong, but to be around some other people that are crazy and get it, that's really where it's at. And you are literally, I mean, my person, like it's when I am feeling like, oh my gosh, I don't know what what's going on or what to do. We just like talk through this stuff. And there's so much power in that and creating those types of connections. And I agree, like the paid, the paid, mastermind like if we hadn't done that i just don't think that we would have showed up in the same way if that makes sense like you know i wouldn't have found you in a free facebook group that's just not going to happen it's just where where you're you've got to find the person that's also taking that leap of faith and they're also really betting on themselves which is what i would call that investment and then that's really where the growth definitely evolved from there a hundred percent i couldn't have said that better myself because when i think when i truly think about the people that i have intimacy with, right? Like you and I have conversations that are not just business, you know, so like obviously it affects our businesses, but it is not just our business, right? Because there's so many other things that affect our business. Like you said, I'm not going to find that person in a Facebook group, right? Like I'm, there's no way that I'm going to have that level of just like transparency and honesty about like, girl, this is how I'm feeling or whatever. And there's also like that other level of like, I don't know if I can trust you, you know what I'm saying? Like if like you, if I didn't know you intimately in that container, how would I know that I can even trust you to listen to or to, you know, hold space for the things that I need? And I feel like, you know, while granted that's what coaches are for, whatever, whatever, it's also like it's so great to have that peer that you're also walking aside alongside. And so I just love um I just love how we've been able to grow and evolve in our relationship because it's something that I I've had with a few other people, but I feel like with you, it's just been so interesting because we're able to learn and grow together. And I feel like that's the important part of finding your community is like those people that you can really learn with and grow with together. And like you said, people have to have that same level of like, I'm in it too, you know, and that happens when everybody's investing, right? Like we're all investing the same amount. So it's like, you, you know, that like, 
homegirls committed because like, <laughs> that's me because we both pay for this thing you know to do whatever and then outside of that you can just continue to just go that extra mile together but I think that that's so important um because and we've talked about this like entrepreneurship can be so isolating and it can be lonely like we've been friends for two years and we've never met we are meeting this year or you know, in 2023 at some point what in January I think so basically next year but very soon but you know, but we're finally going to meet in person. But it's like it's so crazy, like to think just like how far our relationship has come, but how important Adam for me. You've been super important for just the season that I've been in in life, and I feel like that's something that's so key, especially when we start talking about so. Like that's for me, that's a part of self care because it's so easy to not have friends and to not you know connect and do all the things. So. I guess that's another way we can say like you practice self-care and practice grace and like letting yourself be transparent and whole and human with someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is self-care a thousand percent. And so that's something I started to realize is I was doing a lot of the self-care like that people would think of with, you know, the morning routine and the stretching and the water. I was doing all those things, y'all. Like I, I come from a fitness background, so that wasn't what was missing. I didn't have the mental self-care that I needed. I didn't have the social self-care, which is what I got with Okay, as we continue to, you know, connect deeper, you know, there's just so many different aspects, you know, your spiritual self-care, professional self-care, physical, mental, emotional, all of those aspects of your self-care are really important. And they're all impacting not only, you know, your business, but other aspects of your life. And so we can't just compartmentalize, you know, who we are. Like you mentioned with our relationship, we talk about so much more than business because we are so much more than our businesses. And it's important to remember that and embrace all of that. Otherwise you can get lost in the sauce for sure. Oh, lost in the sauce. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Where something like that. I've always loved that. Um, But yes, I couldn't agree more. And I definitely feel like, um, I definitely feel like, it's important to have those safe spaces. Um, like luckily for us, the mastermind that we joined was a safe space. Um, so I definitely felt really comfortable in that space. And there were a lot of things that I shared in there that, you know, again, it was a safe space, right? So it it, it was it was a great thing. Um, and then now we've been able to just continue that. And I feel like everyone needs that community. Everyone needs that person or, or a couple of people, right? Because I think one thing I love about you and I is that like, we'll be like, hey, do you have the mental stamina or the mental capacity to deal with this right now? Cause your girl is trepid, you know? And there have been times that we've been like, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of a launch. Like I can't, I can't do this right now, but come back. Like I will be here in just like a couple of days, you know, and we're able to just come back and jump in and it's not, you know, it's not anything like, you know, overwhelming or whatever. So I do love that. It's just, I, I will always stand like 10 toes for community because I feel like it's something that, while a lot of people talk about it, it can be really hard to find. And so we're a living testament that masterminds work. <laughs> I'm enjoying the mastermind. I don't know. Um, but masterminds do work. You're able to find your people in there. Um, but also just like the value of like, I feel like one thing that our relationship has helped is making sure that we want to extend grace to ourselves. Because there are moments where you'll see that I'm doing something. You're like, you need to practice grace. Like You need to give yourself some grace. And then there are moments that I'm looking at you and I'm like, okay. Yeah give yourself some grace and I feel like that is also like the important like underlying tone of everything it's like mm-hmm. self-care like you said it's going to look so different but I feel like also having those people in your life that can hold you accountable to being kind to yourself like that is also super key because a lot of times we can't see it like when we're in it we can't see it we can't navigate 
feeling sometimes. So it's helpful to have those other people that can be like, okay, girl, you're tripping. You need to relax. Mm-hmm. Put some perm on that. Uh, there's a perm on that. <laughs> oh my God. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. Okay. Please y'all make a catchphrase, get some t-shirts that says throw some perm on that with K. Cause that's, that's too good. Um, I love you so much. This, this could not have been more true. That relationship is so powerful. And I, I learned about how to create deeper relationships through you because we were able to be super vulnerable, but also still respect each other's space and boundaries, which I didn't always have with friends. I was, if you guys are also like coaches and nurturers, you probably have a lot of friends that are pouring out to you and wanting to share. I was therapist to so many of my friends. They were, you know, always coming to me and I felt like I was mean or a bad friend or not a good person. If I didn't immediately pick up the phone or didn't immediately, you know, stop everything I was doing and pour into those people. Even I have a lot of moms that feel that way with their kids, but like, you have to check in with yourself before you're pouring in other people. And I love that we do that with each other because it's, I don't know, it's just so powerful. And that's, it's a testament to like, your people are going to respect your boundaries and like, it just helps each other do that even more. Like you saying that, I think you might've asked me that the first time you were like, are you in a capacity to, to listen to this? And that was the first time I'd ever had anyone ask me that, which is wild. And I was just, it felt so loving and and I was in a space to receive, but I was able to do the same thing back. And so to be able to, like when you do, you know, give yourself care, setting boundaries and do those things, it helps other people around you be able to do the same. It doesn't cut them down. It truly builds them up. And that's like you said, we're a testament to that. And I'm just, I'm just so grateful for you. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten off on a tangent of like talking about relationships, but I feel like relationships are so important in business because it really is a struggle. You know, like it really is a struggle. And I feel like we, I mean, I feel like we're pretty perfect. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I try to be Did humble. You say so. Yeah. I, I try to be humble, but like, there's no way, there's no way. No, like no. we're pretty perfect at this. And I, like, like you said, it's, I, setting that boundary. It just, it feels so good. It feels so good to know that like, And I have a couple of friendships that are like this, but to know that like I've intentionally set up my friendships to be the most nurturing, loving spaces as possible. You know what I'm saying? And that can be really hard, um, you know, especially when you're so used to, like you said, pouring and giving to other people and all the things. But I think it also helps us show up as a better friend because like whenever you are like, hey, I I need, I you know, I'm having a minute, I need a minute or whatever like that. I'm like, okay, girl, let's do this. You know, because Mm -hmm. like, we're not overly taxed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're not having to play the therapist role every five minutes. It's more mm-hmm. so like, hey, here are our goals. Here's how we're connecting. You know, we have our little sidebar conversations. We go, we ebb, we flow. And then when when crap hits the fan, which it sometimes does, right? We're able to be like, you know what? I'm here for you like on this level too. Like instead of it being like, you know that friend. <laughs> okay, let me, let me figure out how I want to say this. You know that friend that you have that's like, she always has an issue with her boyfriend and every like day she's talking to you about this boyfriend and you're like, bro, I'm so overhearing about this. Like, I feel like we don't have to have that problem. Right. Because mm-hmm. we're setting, like we've set that boundary. And so it's just really beautiful to see like how important relationships are. And, and I never thought about this when I first started my business, when I first started my business, it was more so about like, oh yeah, like I know I need to, you know, um, I wanted to have a community. I wanted to be around other like-minded people, but you really don't know what it means until you get in it like until you get into the weeds of business and until like 
business wears on you, right? Like two years in, three years in, business starts to like wear you down. And that's when you realize that community is not about having, you know, thousands of followers on Instagram. You know, it's about like, yo, like who can you call when you are having that moment where you're like, you know what? I don't know if I'm gonna be able to keep doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's going wrong, you know, or I am struggling in my personal life and I can't even tell anybody, you know, like, who do I tell? That is, that is community, you know? And, and so while, yeah, like, of course we're building community on our platforms, we're doing all these things. It's even more important to have that more intimate community, especially when we start talking about our self-care and mental health and all those things, because that's where the rubber meets the road, right? Like yeah. that's where, that's where the hard stuff happens. Mm-hmm. <sighs> man, oh, man. of course i got deep of course we, we went in i knew we would do that. i knew this was gonna happen this was so off script it's okay so the last thing let me try to get back on track i don't even know how to do this but the last thing <laughs> like what i'm about to say obviously it's a good question but it's like it seems so like out of the realm of what we're talking about <laughs> let's go to an ad break jk i don't have any ads <laughs> <laughs> joint case masterclass. Boom. mastermind mastermind yeah come to the mastermind join jago's all her things jago has this bomb universe you, okay you know what let's go there okay we are doing that <laughs> okay so tell us okay the last question i had was i wanted you to share with us maybe like a goal that you have that mm-hmm. scares you like something that um you're all about being confidently uncomfortable and so i would love for you to share like what's a goal that you have that you're like this is scary or maybe something that you haven't said out loud which i'm gonna be very upset if i haven't heard it but it's okay i'm gonna let it fly um but you know something that maybe you haven't talked about but it's like this is a goal that stretches you that's really scary that you want to hit next and then tell us like how we can keep up with you oh my gosh okay yes so goals that stretch me. I have been stretched these past couple years, but let's think. Um, I would say a big goal that's, that's going to stretch me is I am going my, I have a goal to speak at over 10 events or 10 speaking engagements, whether it's like on stage or personalized events in the next year. And I want at least one of them to be an international option. So that's, that's what I want. I want to go all in with my speaking and, um, yeah, I'm super pumped about it, but scared. So scared. (laughs) Come join me. No big deal. Okay. So we're going to hold you to that. So I want everyone to DM Jago. We can't wait (laughs) to see you internationally. And then at the end of the year, we're going to follow up to see how it goes. I'm sure that you're going to do it though. I'm so excited. Okay. So tell us how we can follow you and all the good things. Yes. Well, definitely follow me on Confidently Uncomfortable, the podcast. So Confidently Uncomfortable with Jago is the name of my podcast. I actually have an episode with Kay on there that's so good. So you can go listen to that. Um, also on social media, Jago Fit Life, and I can give you that for the show notes. And if you're interested in you know, joining any kind of my community, you can go to jagofitlife.com. And I actually have you know, some fun free stuff for y'all if you want to join for the end of the year. So yeah, I don't know when this is launching though, but I don't either, but it's okay. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> you can cut that part, but uh <laughs> we'll dub it. No, I'm just playing. We're going to leave it. It's okay. Someone's probably going to listen to this in like 2025. And so it'll like, maybe when they hear it, then it'll be the end of the year or something. <laughs> okay. Well then the other scary thing would be having a kid. Cause if you're listening to us in 2025, I might be a mom by then, which is scary. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all. I can't even share with you guys because it's like, I don't know if it's inappropriate, but J.O. and I have a lot of things going on about this baby of hers. But (laughs) maybe we will have a child. This non-existent baby that Kay is like a part of. We have a dream. Yes, we. I have been praying for this baby. So I'm pretty sure it's going to come out looking like me, which is weird, but not surprising. Not surprising. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Jago, this has been so fun per usual. I mean, I knew it was going to be fun. So I'm so glad that we finally did this, y'all. We've been trying to get, we've been trying to figure this out for like the last year. This is, this is just sad, honestly. And it's partly my fault, but, um, but we're going to take collective, uh, we're going to take a collective, you know, fault for this. I'll but, take that. Yeah. We've been doing this like for a year. So this has been great. I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show. And I feel like this conversation, like it just took a lot of different turns and I feel like it's going to be something super helpful for whoever's listening. So I want you to go back and listen to this. I want you to share it with a friend, a biz bestie, or maybe someone that you want to build a relationship with. So you guys can see how it can grow into something beautiful. And I think the last thing I want to say is that one thing I really love about our relationship is that we all like, just like in business and in life and in self-care, we also have seasons. Like we have some seasons where we're like, we're in boxer 24 seven. And then we have seasons where it's like, ah, it is what, it, but we don't like, there's no feelings to it. And so I, I want to be clear, like, cause I feel like sometimes people let friendships go just because it's not like a constant thing. But I feel like something that's really beautiful about us is like, we both come to it and we're like, okay, we're in this season. We're here. We're in another season. All right. Like, I'll see you when I see you. And it's not, it's not an overwhelming or big thing. So I want you to share this with your business bestie or somebody that you think you could grow into a relationship with, because it's just a beautiful thing to have your people. It's a beautiful thing to be able to better take care of yourself as a business owner. And I mean, I know I'm gonna listen to this like five times because why not? I mean, why not? Gang, gang. <laughs> So thanks so much, Jago, for being here. Boo, I love you so much. You're the bomb. I love you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Okay. I don't know how to stop. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to be like, oh, dang, I still didn't stop the recording. Oh, girl. <laughs> oh, what? Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.